Hello, welcome to Red Men TV. Welcome to Daily News with me, Ross Chanley, and Thomas Dutton. We are here to bring you the latest Liverpool news, rumours, and absolute tripe, aren't we, Tom? Oh, I love it all. Yeah. Um, but before we do, we've been plugging this all week. Uh, we're going to do it again. It's exclusive week over on RedmanTV.com. We have an exclusive interviews every day leading up to the big one with Jurgen Klopp. But rather than me bang on about it, Tom, someone's prepared a wonderful trailer. Here it is. So there you go, go over and start your three months on the RedmanTV.com, an absolute belter of a lineup there. Uh, it started yesterday with Jordan Henderson, today was Joe Gomez, tomorrow is Virgil van Dijk. Uh, not only that, you get bags of content that's already over on the website, and if you start now, start your three months now, should I say, uh, you get the taste of Redman TV, what it's like in a proper season. Um, so now we've done our plug, so we're really sorry about that. Um, we're going to carry on with some news, Tom, and with the title... Dybala's price has dropped. Dybala's price has dropped. Uh, this according to the Daily Mail, obviously, you can see on your screen, they're saying that if United want him, um, then Juventus want, basically, they value him between 70 and 90 million. Where they've got that figure, who knows? Tuto Sport were, were valuing him at 100 million. Where they got that figure, who knows? Uh, I mean, it makes sense. 70 to 90 million for Paolo Dybala. Fantastic player. I mean, he's being linked with United here, but... I mean, you brought it to my attention this morning. It is interesting. Would you go for them for, for, for 70 to 90 million? Let us know in the comments. What, what, what's it's interesting think? that they value that, to be honest. I know. It's quite a lot. But you think about the the players that they've got in their side and the people that they brought in. Obviously, they brought in Aaron Ramsey, they brought in Rabiot, they've already got like, obviously Ronaldo in there from last season. Their forward line and the field line is incredible. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously, I don't know, maybe surplus the requirements when we're looking at that going. What kind of game here? But it also just ties in really nicely of like Liverpool need that creative midfield that everyone's crying out for. Yeah. You know, we, we don't know. We said there's loads of Alex, I'll say Chamberlain, if he's how good he's gonna be when he comes back from injury, is that a worth a risk you can worth a risk worth taking? That's the one. Um when you're going for the Premier League again, you know, you want to bridge that gap. So um, And Jürgen Klopp's apparently still looking for people. Obviously, two two uh, journalists, Chris Bascom and I can't remember the other one. Apologies, but two respected journalists, I can't remember the other, sorry everyone. But two journalists have come out basically and said, we are looking for players, we are in for players, um, we will sign a first half forward, blah, blah, blah. So that could be one. Jürgen Klopp himself has said, right here, we are still looking, but it will not be the biggest transfer window of LFC. It will just be a transfer window. We will see what we do, and if we haven't done anything by the end of it, it will be for different reasons. It is about using this team. In the transfer window, you have to build a team that you think you want to go into the season with, but I have that team already. Uh, we, look, he said that so many times. He said that to us when we uh, interviewed him after Tramier and after Bradford. said it after every single US thing. They are looking. They're not stupid. If a big player comes along that would be good for this team, they'll get him in. But I think you've got to agree with him. We do have a good squad there. Obviously, I was in the comments of all, uh, yesterday's news show and everyone had very valid points saying we need to push on, blah, blah, blah. Why can't we push on with this team is my argument, but I understand everyone's argument to the contrary of saying get someone in now. It comes back to that being worried about, you know, I said before, of Chamberlain coming back and, you know, Adam Allard played a different role and stuff and people aren't really sold on it. Mm -hmm. Whereas we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and Liverpool and Klopp are very clever in what they say. So sometimes they say stuff and you have to take it with a pinch of salt going, well, maybe they're more reactionary to the to the window rather than being proactive because they're not, don't, they don't need... They don't see the need to just go and get someone to take you doing it. Mm -hmm. If the right deal or the right player comes up, someone that they've probably been scouting turns out to be available, they can do the right deal, they go, yeah, we'll do it. And if they're not, they've shown they're prepared to go and wait for it. And we already know, after pre-season, we already know we've got a new fantastic number six in Adam O'Leary. 
the fume in the comments. I can see oh, it already. It's like the Matrix. I'm being, called, I'm being called every name under the sun. Should we move on, to, move on to a different story to cheer people up? Oh, come on, All right, I'll put this in, the, in here because I've just burst out laughing. So if you're drinking something, put it down. Uh, former Everton manager Sam Aldai said he hopes Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp has learnt his lesson uh, over the intensity of his training sessions. He said, personally, I hope he's learnt his lesson from when he first came because he did the pressing job and he got about eight to ten injuries. If you think we train at high intensity, you play, you play at high intensity, you're going to burn players out. I was speaking to Alex Ferguson at a golf Ooh, too. Speaking he, to Sir Alex like, Ferguson. Yeah, and then, oh. then he goes on to say, like, you know, you hope he's learned his lesson. And it's like, he's just won a Champions League and got 97 points in, in a league. Yeah. What fucking lessons is he supposed to learn? Well, from someone who's got bisto tits and got sacked. He did sort of learn his lesson in terms of he lowered down the intensity of the press. From when he first came in, I remember when he first came in and he'd obviously just told the players, run run at them and we didn't have any semblance of, of team pressing, you know what I mean? But when we carried on, it, it goes on to say in the, in, the, in, the rest of this, in the rest of this article where the writer has his opinion, the writer was uh, Andy Brannigan, so yeah, go and read it, yeah, he gives his opinion, but I think it, it, it's one of them where he did lower the intensity, we chose when to press last season, we knew we could sit back, we knew we had, uh, we know now we have the we have the counter, it's so versatile, a counter-attack, that we can counter from up the pitch, which is what we used to love doing, we can now counter from in the midfield, we can now counter from centre-back when Virgil van Dijk sprays a ball over the top, or oh, John Matip mm. sprays a ball over the top, or Andy Robertson gets a throw from Alisson Becker, runs up the pitch, we get a corner, that corner leads to Divock Origi sticking it into the goal to win the Champions League. You know what I mean, there's so many different ways for us to score goals now. I think that high press had to happen. It's it, 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 it's got us to this point. Yeah, yeah. And, and shut up. That's, Shut up, like, Sam Allardyce. I'm alright with anyone saying it, but I don't take advice off Sam Allardyce. Talking on Talksport uh, yeah. about fucking Jurgen Klopp's tactics when literally he came to Anfield with the worst Everton side I've ever seen in my life. Uh, fair enough, he got a draw, but from a dive. I mean, I, I was. Uh, that, Should uh, we move on from, from, from Allardyce? Um, I love this story. This is from the Echo. They did an exclusive. Uh, Ian Dawes sat down with Jurgen Klopp mm-hmm. um, and he kind of spoke um, after what happened after the Champions League. Um, and there was a moment they. That Henderson, after the Champions League, said that he wanted Jurgen Klopp and James Milner to go and lift the trophy with him. Which I, I love that nice little touch yeah. of like, I mean, that was his massive moment of like going to go and lift it. And the fact that he's had the thought process to go actually, you know, used to are so influential, you know, behind the scenes, come and go and do it. Um, so I'll just read this out. Henderson was told uh, when he asked James Milner under no uncertain terms, this is a quote from Milner. If anyone other than you lifts that trophy, then they're getting fucking wrestled to the ground. I, I love mean, that. I genuinely oh. love that. You know what it is? No, because. Jordan Anderson has spoken out to so many people in terms of his performances on the pitch to, towards the latter end. And if it would have lowered that, you know, like the way now that everyone can go, oh, Jordan Anderson isn't the best player in the world because he hasn't won anything, he's not done this, he's not a good captain for Liverpool. Now you can just go Champions League. And it's that picture right there mm. of Jordan Anderson, him, Lifting that trophy, it's the way he did it. It was just a release. It was a, it was, it was emotion for everyone. And the fact that he can spearhead that, the fact that he can stand at the front now, and we can put him alongside uh, all these amazing captains. All right, maybe he's never been as good as Steven Gerrard. Doesn't matter. He's a European Cup winning captain. He deserves that fully. And look, he's right in terms of James Milner was the second captain and pretty much the captain while he didn't play because he was out for a lot of last season he didn't play and he's right in saying Jürgen Klopp should have been there but you know what 
I'm made up, they've both turned them down. I've made up, they've gone, no, this is your moment, mate. Well, funny you mention it, apparently I asked Steven Gerrard, Gar to go on stay for a photo, and Gerrard said, no, this is your moment. I'm like, just nice people being nice. But, it, nice but being they, nice, they, they realise just how much adversity he's fought through. Yeah. And, and the, the amount of people that have all right, backed him and, and gone, Look, you deserve criticism sometimes, you do, and there were some performances where he didn't put it in, but the amount of stick that he got throughout the, throughout the years was just too much, I feel, and the fact that now he can hold his head up and just go, I've done this, I'm, I'm the guy who's, who's lifted this Champions League trophy, and now we have ammunition. That was the one thing we never had with, with Jordan Henderson, was ammunition to give back to people when they said he wasn't good enough, and you go, uh, yeah. uh, but he's, uh, uh, now... He's, he's changed his role, and it's almost like he was always a good footballer. Exactly, it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. he's gone back to when he, we bought him, and he's playing that way. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, Nicholas Pepe, we spoke about yesterday, Tom. I love Pepe's it when you been, say Pepe. Pepe's been poo-pooed. It's Pepe, isn't <laughs> I know. it, everyone? But, no, because there's... I know, I know. No, you're right, you're right, yeah. but... No one it else says like, it's just me. <laughs> it's like you're going, hey, hey, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, it's been been dismissed. Um, Magical Firmino at Copista uh, tweeted on the 23rd of July yesterday, it's time to announce Nicholas Pepe to Liverpool. Uh, Dom King just replied, no, it isn't, and it never will be either. Put his um, neck on the line. Yeah, and there's a couple of reports that came out, and Liverpool are reportedly to be believed that they're using Liverpool as a marketing tool to say, well, Liverpool are interested in to kind of hype up his profile, hype up the interest in him. And it's like it's frustrating for Liverpool fans because I think that's another player that we've spoke about before. Going, he's the attacking flair. You can support the front three and come on, and there won't be a massive drop off in quality. And then it's just been destroyed. But there's the conflict of we spoke about yesterday: the foreign journalists and the UK journalists being told different things. Yeah, no, it is weird. I mean, let's just run through the next few stories quite fast. Uh, Liverpool's cashing on Ovia Jardia, so basically they don't want to loan him out again. They want to sell him. For just 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 get him off the books. It makes sense. He's not really being around the side. He obviously wants to further his career. Um, Brentford are ready to make a bid. It says here three point five million, quite low in terms of the rest of them. But I mean, look, if if he's not wanted at Liverpool, and um, it's just about getting him off the books, it it it, it makes sense. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna say this one? Yeah. So um, Pep Sepp Vanderberg hasn't played any. of the uh, pre-season games because mm-hmm. he's still waiting for international clearance uh, you'll clarify this up in a minute because I know you've done some research on it mm-hmm. um, so obviously you know, Liverpool's <laughs> signing of the summer <laughs> so far um, or maybe the whole summer uh, he hasn't played and it's frustrating I think because I would love to see him like, he's been, been involved in training you know he's walked around he's saw him he's, yeah, Klopp. he's a big massive lad yeah. massive talent you know we fought off big side to come get him in the team and it's frustrating because we can't use him it is I mean I found the actual uh, international transfer from FIFA just to figure out exactly why he would be able to get it. You've been researching minors again, Tom. Protection of minors, exactly. Uh, so, basically, the stipulations, international transfers of players are only permitted if the player is over the age of 18, he's 17. The following three exceptions to this rule apply. So the parents, players, the parents, parents move to the country in which the new club is located, there's enough for a reason. Blah, 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 you can read it. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that one. Uh, I think it's going to be number B, which is the <laughs> number B, <laughs> letter B, which is going to be the stipulation which lets us uh, use him. Um, basically, it's saying we need to provide an adequate football education. We need to guarantee that he'll get schooling. We need to guarantee that he'll be looked after, uh, getting accommodation, blah, 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 and uh, all the proof that he's getting that. I think Liverpool are going to be fine in terms of getting all that. They're just trying to get all the paperwork together. He probably needs a house. He needs all this set in stone before we can get all the... The, the, the legal 
application sorted. I'm sure Liverpool have been aware of that before they started. Exactly. And then obviously the, the final story of the day, is Tom Dutton, Sorry. is former Liverpool defender Mauro Sacco is suing the World Anti-Doping Agency for £13 million because that he believes that's his worth. Um, value and earnings that he's lost because he effectively ruined his Liverpool career because he was... Because the substance thing, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Higanamine, Higanamine. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was bad when he got... when he got, when he he got got um, Basically, he missed the final, didn't he? The Europa League final, I believe it was, at the time, was I mean, it? I don't think it was the only reason. He was a bit of a dick, often. He was, but he would have played in that, oh, in, God, that yeah. in that team, I feel like, and it was a big blow for us at the time because he was he was he was a first teamer. He missed, um, he missed the Europa League final because of the ban, and yeah. then he missed the Euros in France. Yeah, he well, did, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was the Euros, not the World Cup. Yeah, yeah so he, he missed. So and he, he might be. Would he be in the captain for France? He, yeah, would have been he was in great form at the time and he would have been playing for France yeah. in his home country and he missed it because the, this, these people fucked up so you can see yeah. why he's annoyed about it. Yeah, yeah, and 13 million for the, the, the loss of, of, of wages at Liverpool and blah, 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 I guess. Um, it's quite funny because you said, yeah... <laughs> Although talking about Crystal Palace is is um, his lawyer. His lawyer said, although this is a distinguished club, it does not have the worldwide reputation of Liverpool with the value this brings to a player. So basically, saying Liverpool are better than Palace. I mean, he's right though, because the thirty million pound yeah. isn't just his wages; it's the reputation that comes with that. So he don't he would have earned those wages, but his reputation would have built up, and he could be he could have sold to another club yeah. of a higher caliber. No disrespect to Crystal Palace, and he could be on like more money, or you know, he could have started his own. Close range or something stupid like that. You know, those, those things have all been shut down because yeah. you know we player Crystal Palace isn't isn't glamorous, is it? No. And for the reason, and then it's all gone wrong for him. So he's, he's quite right to be pissed off. But yeah. with thirty million pounds in your back pocket's quite nice. Isn't it, it would be nice yeah. to get that. Yeah. Uh, Sai, any comments, mate? Uh, yeah. So bit of discussion on the Dybala stuff. So Callum Smith says I probably wouldn't bother with Dybala. He flatters to deceive more than any, and he's a player who's always on the cusp of going to the next le- level. But Vance McDougall says, yes, we bloody well need them. We need more up front to compete or beat Man City than Brewster or Origi. I mean, he will be a quality player to bring in. Um, My only question on that is mm-hmm. if he's if he's that good, why is he struggling at Juventus? And they've got an influx of, of quality midfielders oh, yeah, and attacking midfielders in, in, yeah. in that side. But then for his value to drop like that, you know, he's, he's touted as one of the best talents in, in the world, isn't he? You know, he's starred for Argentina and stuff like that. So... Creating a midfielder that you know, we're, we're lacking, and I think when if you're not even to bring him off the bench to, to start him in some games, like you wouldn't turn your nose up at it, would you? Yeah, stick him in the league cup. <laughs> yeah, Brentford you know away to Barley. There go you ahead. go, you know what I mean? Northampton Town to Barley. Um, no, yeah, it's one of them. Good player. You can't. You can never have too many good players. It's whether he fits the system. If we get him, I'm sure he would. Any others? Sir? Uh, yeah. Uh, just a funny one, Mr. Smith says, Don King, Reddy, Pierce, Anfield, Rap, Redman TV, FSG Puppets, never ask a difficult question. That one just made me laugh. Yeah, no, it's yeah, yeah, true. I am I am genuinely a puppet for FSG. Um, Xviking6709 says, potentially over 50-55 games next season, then the Euros next summer. We do need more quality depth. And surely a new quality signing can be told they'll get at least 25 games. Yeah, yeah. well, that's it. There is talk that we're in for the versatile forward. Yeah, and we covered this yesterday. You know, you yeah. got comments and he was talking about the fact that there was 
uh, the World Cup, then it was the Premier League. Oh, Premier League, then the World Cup, Premier <laughs> League, and then you had the UEFA nation dancing on ice, world darts, <laughs> fire, whatever the fuck it's called these days. I'm going, stop putting all these com- competitions on, like UEFA nations in particular, because they put value on it, so these players that are going out there are under pressure, oh, sorry, the manager under pressure to start the biggest darts. Who need a rest? Yeah, and you know, Sammy Mane's prime example. That he's going to come back. Knackered, knackered. Yeah, after two yeah. seasons, two literal seasons of non-stop football well, that, with, the, with the, the all the, the international competition. Or he suggests that we need someone in that position. Let alone the fact that even if he wasn't there, I, st- I still wanted. I still wanted an attack and fall, regardless whether he was at Afcon or not. Afcon or not. Sorry. But if you get someone good. They're going to be inter- international squads. They're going to be playing in these games. That's that. That's the price you've got to pay. We'll uh, have more of them. Exactly. Yeah. Have you got one more comment, sir? Um, yeah. It's just uh, there's a bit of discussion on Sacco going on. Actually, people. At Jr. Six says we could have kept Sacco. Clock could have improved him so much. And then you, Joe. Joe says Sacco's crap. <laughs> Tip the fussy says Sacco was never a club player. He didn't work hard enough, and he acted unprofessionally for Klopp. Klopp will have a laugh, but he expected 100% commitments at all times. And yeah. then someone. Sorry, I've, I've lost your comment, but someone said it would have been great to see Sacco and Virgil playing together. It's, it, just, it, it's funny, it seems like so long ago that there was that half a season when we didn't sign Van Dijk in the summer and we, we were waiting for him in the January and Sacco had gone and we were bad, we were bad at the yeah. back and basically everyone was saying Sacco would have been the solution to all our problems and I, that's, that does feel like so long ago and it's... It wasn't that long ago, but look how far we've come, and that's basically time. Yeah. I'm on the fence with Sacco. I, I agree with all those comments. If like he, he is a good defender, but I don't think he's I don't think he's a club type type defender in the system that we play. So playing off from the back, he was never very good with his feet. He, he, kind of, he had a good pass. pass he had a good pass, but he used to kind of bomb forward and mm. throw himself about. I get that. Whereas Van Dijk's a bit more restricted, and they, they probably work well together. But it's all the stuff that's kind of behind the scenes of like yeah. we, we bang on so much about you know harmony and how good it is in that Liverpool squad at the minute and they get here he's having a laugh and stuff exactly as the comment says but like when he went round um, the prison and stuff and he was like interrupting the club interview and stuff it's like that's when you yeah. like you know, there's a time and a place to, to dick around oh yeah I forgot all about that let us know in the comments should we get Sacco back is he better than Virgil van Dijk should he win Ballon d'Or that's what Ross is saying um, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Obviously, go over to the website, check all that out. Uh, all the there's there's the Joe Gomez one. Obviously, the Jordan Anderson ones there. And next Monday, the Jurgen Klopp interview will be out. Fantastic interview with Chris. So go over there and check it out. We've got loads of other shows as well. We've got the youth show talking about all the youth in the preseason stuff. Really interesting stuff. We do a Reds transfer roundup on Monday and Fridays. We just finished doing a summer transfer show talking about loads of clubs around the leagues and 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 what they're doing to bolster because we're going to be playing against the best teams in the league next season champions league they're going to be trying to knock us off our pitch because we are champions of europe but yeah thank you everyone for watching thank you ross come back tomorrow come back tomorrow we'll be talking loads more transfer news thank you Sai, behind and harrison there sat on the couch watching but yeah thank you everyone for watching see you tomorrow <laughs>